Hello and welcome back to the Naked Marriage Podcast. We are Dave and Ashley Willis. And on this podcast, we address the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. And we have a great episode for you today, continuing in our Sexy Summer Quickie series. Yeah, this has been so fun. These uh, these short episodes answering your 12 biggest questions about sex. And, and hopefully you guys are, are having fun along with us, laughing, learning, and applying these to increase your sex life, but also every part of your marriage. And today we're going to talk specifically about what are those habits of sexually satisfied couples? And even more specifically, how do we have healthy conversations about sex? And maybe it's, a, it's an issue where you and your spouse have struggled to really talk about it openly in the moment, what you like, what you don't like. So we're going we're gonna to unpack that today, and it's going to be a fun conversation. But first, we want to tell you about an important resource. So check this out. One thing that has helped us as a couple and helped us individually more than nearly anything else in our marriage is getting professional Christian counseling. I think some people have a stigma related to therapy or counseling of any kind, and I don't know where that stigma comes from because the truth is it's one of the wisest and healthiest things you can do. And over the years, Ashley and I have met with counselors, both as a couple and also Mm -hmm. individually, and that counseling has done wonders to help our marriage. And we know you could benefit from counseling as well. And we've got a great new ministry partner we want to tell you about. That's right. It's called Faithful Counseling, and they will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional counselor. And it's a solution for people seeking traditional mental health counseling who would prefer hearing from the perspective of a Christian. And I can't emphasize enough how when you go to counseling, it needs to be a Christian counselor because you're going to get biblically-based knowledge from them and practical steps that you can take. If you're seeking a mental health professional who is a practicing Christian faithful counseling may be a great option for you. Right. And this can be done securely online. You don't even have to go and, and sit in an office, make that appointment if, if you'd rather right. not to. They can do all this securely online. It's a real person, a real licensed professional Christian counselor who will meet with you one-on-one, assess your needs, and help you navigate those next steps that you need to take. They are exactly what they say they are. They are faithful counseling. They're going to be faithful to the truth of God's Word, and they're going to be faithful to be there for you in whatever situation you're facing. And right now, they're offering a 10% discount to listeners of the Naked Marriage Podcast. And you can take advantage of that and get started by going to this website, getfaithful.com slash Naked Marriage. Go ahead and do this. Don't wait. I promise you it's going to make a big difference. Go to getfaithful.com slash Naked Marriage. That's right. Join the over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Go to getfaithful.com slash Naked Marriage and get 10% off your very first month. Go to getfaithful.com slash Naked Marriage. Okay, all throughout this Sexy Summer Quickie series, we've talked a lot about how communication plays a huge role when it comes to a thriving sex life. But a lot of times we don't know quite how to communicate what we like and don't like specifically when it comes to having sex. And and, and one thing we want to really just address right out of the gate is that we need to make sure we're being honest with each other, especially when it comes to what we like, you know, and that it's motivating when you hear your spouse say they like something or, you know, that 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 feels good. But we also need to be honest about what doesn't feel good because I think sometimes, especially when you are newlyweds, you you want to make your, your spouse kind of get to climax. And so I think sometimes we won't necessarily say if something's hurting, especially women, like we won't tell our husband that something is painful, but we need to be honest about that because, you know, your husband doesn't want to hurt you. He wants no, it to be a pleasurable experience. Yeah, he wants to know. You don't don't have to pretend. Like, please don't pretend or fake anything. Yeah. Talk about 
this feels good. This doesn't feel good. I'm not sure about this. Um, you know, let's let's keep trying this and maybe it, it will start to feel good. Maybe I just need to get used to it. Yeah. Uh, but communicate about all of it. Talk about where you like to be touched, how mm-hmm. you like to be touched, where you don't like to be touched. Right. Um, what, you know, what, what you would like to try, what you would not like to try, you know, right. talk about all of that and make it a safe place to talk about all that without judgment, you know, that you're, you're not going to ever shame each other for not liking something or for liking something. You're not going to do that. You're going to be supportive of one another. You're going to talk through things. It's going to be a safe place with mutual respect where you want to protect each other and you want to maximize the the pleasure and the connection for both of you. And you've got to, you've got to talk about it for that to happen. Your spouse is not a mind reader. And right. just because you're connecting in this really intimate way doesn't mean that somehow they can burrow into your brain and see everything you're thinking and feeling. So you have to talk. And that's a, that's an important part of the process, especially if these are things you have not talked about or if, if things have changed over time and something you used to like you don't anymore right. or something that you haven't done you'd like to start doing and talk about those things. It's so true. So when it comes to being like in the act, you want to talk about what you like and dislike, but you don't want to talk about these deep conversations in the act because that will kill the mood. But you do need to be talking about sex. Like, for example, you don't want to talk about like, oh, I don't think we're having it enough or, you know, I'm I'm just not attracted to you anymore. Like, you don't want to have those kind of conversations. Right. Or, wow, you've really gained weight. <laughs> or like, what? yeah, like this doesn't feel the same. <laughs> How much weight have you gained? <laughs> That's going to kill the mood real fast. Right, yeah, be an encourager. We or need you to be, smell, like what is that? <laughs> yeah, we, we need to be honest, but the Bible says speak the truth in love. Oh, so, yes. so yeah, you know, when you're saying something that's potentially corrective, is this true? Is it kind? Is it necessary? Mm-hmm. Um, if it's not spoken in love, then then don't say it. But you do, do communicate about it. And so, sweetie, let's talk just a minute about kind of the difference between the things that you should say in the moment mm-hmm. versus the things you should say uh, when you're not in the moment. Because I think right. that you should have great conversations about your sex life over breakfast and in these kind of non-intimidating environments. Without where children present. Yeah, where you're, yeah, your kids aren't there, but you're talking about it, just driving in the car in a natural way. Like, you know, what what do you what do you say in those moments compared to what are you saying in the heat of the moment? Because, you know, in the heat of it, you can't have these full-fledged deep conversations. Right. You know, it needs to be more, I kind of picture it as like a, you know, like, like a, like a, during a game, you're you're playing in real time. Things are happening quickly, so to so to speak. And you're you know you're foot you're on a football team. This this kind of whole illustration fell apart as I started talking about it. So I'm not comparing <laughs> well, you're your life. Well, you me because I don't. I know sports, it's not a sports. But thing. Somebody listening knows, right? Yeah, for you, you're not Go with sports. It. Go with it, sweetie. But in real time, you're to having track. to make adjustments. You're having to you know encourage the the team. You're having to to maybe change plays at the last minute, and those communications are going to look different than what's happening in a locker room or practice where you can sit down and really unpack things. I get the locker room. I get it. Okay, so the locker room is kind of like when you're not in the moment. That's what you're talking about over breakfast or in the car. Strategy. Strategy. Yes. yes. Like what's working, what's not working, what can we do better? In the moment, it's going to be shorter. It's going to be uh, it's going to be very clear communication, very direct. Yes. But you also don't want to belabor the point by killing the mood and saying, let's sit down and have an hour-long powwow about this. But yeah. you still want to talk. Exactly. So like talks that would need to take place in the locker room, so to speak, would be things like the sexual baggage that we talked about a few weeks ago. If you're, you know, maybe that's something that kind of popped in your head in the moment. I wouldn't <laughs> unpack that 
in the midst of having right. sex. Like, but you do need to address it. Like, don't act like it didn't happen, but you do need to address it later in the locker room, so to speak. But when it comes to like, like Dave said, coaching in, in the loving way, and I, I'm reluctant to use the word coaching because that yeah, can kind of be probably a, the weird, wrong word. a weird, I'm kind uh, of regretting some of that analogy because <laughs> you don't want to be like, all right, now I'm going to tell you what you did right, what you did wrong. This was good. You know, it's more you about gotta, like, I like this. It's not really coaching. It's more saying your preferences. Like, I like this. I, this is hurting me or I'm not feeling, I'm not really getting stimulated in this position. You know, you got to be just honest about it. Like, let's try yeah. a new position. And so, and, and there's, that's not cutting your spouse right. down. That's well, just you saying can say that from the, your preference. In the moment. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, these are yeah. moment things. Like, you, it's not, when we said coaching, but it really is more telling what you are feeling. You're not telling them, you know, or attacking them on what they are, are feeling or they are, are not feeling. You're saying, this is how I feel. This feels good to me. This doesn't feel so good. And it, again, we talked about this before in many other podcasts. You're using really I statements, not you statements, okay? And and saying like, this feels good. Let's keep on doing that. Or can we try this other position? And But if you need to really unpack why, I wouldn't go into the why necessarily because that may take longer or it may kill the mood. That could be a good locker room conversation. Yes, yeah, but but talk, you know, talk to again, say what you like. Yeah. Say what doesn't feel good. And for all of you theater people out there, let me just say this. The whole the whole thing, it, it's an intermission conversation, okay? But if you <laughs> right. are on the stage, Get away from the sports. You're looking off in the wings, getting a little direction. Same exact same okay. exact thing going on all for right. you theater people like me. I'm, I'm following you. We can we can track I'm following you. And notice communication during the act. It doesn't have to be just with specific words. I mean, sometimes if you just make pleasurable sounds, like you kind of have right, your own little exactly. code language. Of like, I know that if I make, if if, if she makes this noise, that or means- just saying yes. I like it. Yeah. Yes. Is, that's a, that, yeah, that's, that's a positive. And sometimes too, it doesn't even have to be a word, guys. You can just move. Like you can just put your hand and say, you know, that like just putting a hand on a shoulder can demonstrate like slow down or speed up or what, whatever it is, okay? Yeah, you got to work out that code between the two of you and just yes. make sure you're on the same page. Yes. Because you're like, I thought the hand on the shoulder meant faster, not slower. You got to like talk about what <laughs> stuff actually means. Right. But again, communicate. None of this is rocket science, guys. But at the same time, it's the simple things when not done properly that really sabotage a marriage. Um, it's simple doesn't al always mean easy either. Like it's the recipe for losing weight is simple. You eat less, you exercise more. It's simple. It's not easy if you've ever tried it. Mm -hmm. um, the recipe for a great marriage is, is pretty simple. You you communicate about everything. You're, you're, you know, you put each other first. That's simple in theory, but it's not easy because all of us are prone to selfishness and we're prone to, you know, weaknesses that will cause us to sabotage that. That's why you have to constantly monitor how things are going and talk about right. it, come back to it. Every couple can have a great sex life, though. That's, right. that's what we want you to hear. No matter what your past has been, no matter uh, what kind of shape you're in right now, no matter what your hangups are, every couple can have an amazing sex life if you'll really work to serve each other's needs, you'll grow in areas inside and outside the bedroom and you'll communicate about these things. And you're gonna learn too what your spouse likes. You're gonna know kind of their tells, so to speak, when when they're really feeling it. And and that's just the more, the more that you have you make love. I mean, you're going to know that. And I think too, it, it's okay to ask to say like, if you're, especially if you're doing, you know, something different, you can say, do you like this? You know, if, if you're not sure, if you can't really tell if they like it, ask them, say, do you like this? And then be willing to say yes or no, you know, just be honest. Yeah. That's good stuff, guys. Well, I hope this has been 
encouraging to you. And I hope that it, it will help you do a better job of uh, bringing your spouse to a place of ultimate pleasure. Make that your mission. Like I want, I want my spouse to like have a maximum amount of pleasure whenever we make love. Yes. And and I, I want to know that I'm doing that. And I want her or him to to tell me. And and I hope for both of you, it leads to more enjoyment. Uh, it leads to less anxiety about yeah. these things and just more fun in the bedroom because God in, in made sex. He made it to be fun. So that's why we talk so much about it. Um, and uh, and I hope that this has helped you guys today. Yes, just be be sure to be an encourager, be kind, but also be very honest in a loving way and you're gonna have the best sex life ever. So thank you guys so much for joining us for this Sexy Summer Quickie. We hope you join us next time. Bye-bye. We are living in tumultuous times. From corrupt world politics to global pandemics to an unprecedented rebellion against God and His Word, humanity has reached a critical stage. In my new book, Tipping Point, I examine biblical prophecies about the end times and point to their unmistakable parallels with today's world. With a clear analysis of Scripture, I answer many common questions such as, are we living in the end times? How should believers respond to increasing immorality? Will Christians go through the tribulation? What role does Israel play in God's prophetic plan? Are world events announcing the imminent return of Jesus? Ultimately, Tipping Point will help you understand current events with confidence and give you hope for God's eternal plan. Order Tipping Point now at endtimes.com forward slash book.